Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Wednesday, live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Great to have you in today. Jason McIntyre is joining us. So this quarterback carousel for Lamar Jackson, somebody's going to pay for him. I still think the Ravens could. Many teams said they're not going to. People are freaking out about that. Daniel Jones, I mean, you just signed up to not win a Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> By wildly overpaying for a marginal quarterback, it's a you, you got a lot of things working here. Owners, GMs, the market, desperation, fear. Some of these moves are crazy. Indeed, crazy week. You know who's sitting pretty right now, Colin? The New York Football Jets. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come, let's go grab Lamar Jackson, 26-year-old franchise quarterback. Well, let's start with this. So Lamar Jackson, as predicted, as reported on this show. The Ravens offered him a non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning put your game out to the market. Uh, we can match any offer, but right now we got a little disagreement. It's called negotiations, folks. You don't always get what you want. I know mom and dad told you you were the best at what you did in the world, but in all these things, I've been doing it forever. I have friends new to negotiate. They're called negotiations. There's first offers, second offers, back and forth, tug of war. Stuff doesn't always work out. So this is bumpy for Lamar Jackson. What people are bummed out about and they're freaking out about is this is collusion because four or five GMs and teams immediately said, immediately, two, three hours later, we don't want, we don't want Lamar Jackson. People can come to the same conclusion and it's not collusion. There's no collusion on the voice If you have a lousy singing voice, everybody can agree very quickly you're a hack, (laughs) right? You don't have to be in a text chain to know that Deshaun Watson contract was egregiously amoral and awful. Nobody had to collude. There was a league conclusion that the desperate Cleveland Browns overpaid and poorly paid for a player with stuff off the field that was gross. You don't need to call your other buddies to figure it out. 
Two years into the league, everybody figured out Baker Mayfield was a reach at number one. Daniel Jones was a reach at number six. Did you have to have a meeting for that? You can have a conclusion without collusion. And here's what hurts. Lamar Jackson's good, but he's collateral damage for that awful contract that everybody in the league immediately knew was outrageous. In fact, Steve Bashotti, one of the better owners in the league, said about the contract. He said at the time, I don't know that he should have been the first guy to get a fully guaranteed contract. Bashotti is saying somebody's eventually going to get it. It shouldn't have been that guy. He said, to me, that's something that is groundbreaking. It'll make negotiations harder for others. He said this a year ago. He said, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to play that game. That's what I've been saying. If the Mariners sign Robinson Cano to a 10-year deal, why do well-run teams? Because the desperate Cleveland Browns sign a contract, why do the well-run Ravens have to do something? I still think I would sign Lamar Jackson. Everybody in the media always does this. Collusion. We all know in this league there are underrated players and overrated players. We watch the games. There's data everywhere. Owners, GMs. You know what this was? Teams summarily coming out and saying pass on Lamar Jackson. What it was was general managers, and general managers talk about a million things, but all of them saying, no, we can't, this can't be the new reality for a quarterback in Lamar Jackson that's not available. In the last 22 games, Lamar Jackson has missed 40% of them. I can't guarantee you a contract if you're not guaranteed to play. Now, now Patrick Mahomes, that's a guaranteed contract potentially. That's a guy I'd guarantee. Joe Burrow, and I mean it's a tiny, tiny list. Larry Fitzgerald had the ability, the professionalism, the availability. Like Larry Fitzgerald, a guy I would have felt comfortable for years given a guaranteed contract. A leader available, great, the money won't go to his head. Like, that's a guy you give a lot of money to. But you got to be available. If you want guarantees to play, you got to be able to play. And in my life, everybody always jumps on collusion. Conclusions can be reached without collusion. Everybody knew that Deshaun Watson contract was outrageous. Why should the Cleveland Browns dictate the market? They've never dictated anything in this league. They're the worst-run team in their own division. Forget the league. There's four teams. They're not as well-run as Pittsburgh. They're not as well-run as Baltimore. And frankly, in the last couple of years, they're not as well-run as Cincinnati. The other thing, some of this is on Lamar. He uses his mom as an agent. Big-time agents protect you. Teams would be much less willing to go out and criticize you if you had a big-time agent, because agents, I know I've had four, they act as a shield, they act as a vest, they act as protection. And the last thing a team or a GM wants to do is rip a player with a big-time agent because that agent has other players that GM and team may need. But Lamar made a decision not to hire a big-time agent. He hired his mom. So what if you offend Lamar and his mom? They got one client. The other thing is, Agents give you unemotional advice. Parents don't. I can't even imagine having one of my parents as an agent. And so, listen, I feel bad about this because Lamar Jackson, I would sign him. I think he's a quarterback when 75% of his games. But, but the idea that the Cleveland Browns, a desperate franchise, I mean, they're always desperate, should be dictating terms for everybody else, I don't buy it. 
GMs know what wins in this league. Getting a discount at quarterback, even if the quarterback's good. Mahomes right now, the Chiefs got a little bit of a discount on him. They did. They got a little bit of a discount. You know who didn't? The Titans on Ryan Tannehill. And the Titans now are bailing on players left and right. So, um, yeah, it's weird. Everybody rushes out. But I think general managers in this league are saying, if we have to start guaranteeing contracts to players, <laughs> this is going to make our job increasingly more difficult. And the Cleveland Browns should never dictate terms in this league on anything. All right, so the New York Giants contract with Daniel Jones is brutal. So it's a $160 million four-year deal. What it basically is, I mean, if you look at the contract, it's like a two-year $82 million deal. It's, it's really punitive for two years. Here's the problem. He's a below-average quarterback. He is. Um, they have a far below-average offensive roster that needs help now. But at an $82 million deal over the next two years, there's going to be limitations now on what the Giants can do offensively. Good luck nailing five draft picks on the offensive side of the ball. It's just not a recipe for Super Bowls signing a below-average-to-average quarterback to a massive elite contract. Now, people can say, what about Dak? Dak's better than Daniel Jones. Dak is top 10 all-time in completions. Dak Prescott, early in his career, was averaging about 23, 24 touchdowns a year. Now, he had a better offensive line, but numbers are numbers. Daniel Jones, listen to this. Daniel Jones last year had 15 touchdown passes. That is with Brian Dable an elite left tackle and a star running back. He had 15 touchdown passes. That's tied with Marcus Mariota. That's fewer than Andy Dalton. That's fewer than Davis Mills and Justin Fields. So Davis Mills, with that mess in Houston, had more touchdown passes? Patrick Mahomes, with a rebuilt receiving core with three separate cast-off players and a rookie, had 15 touchdown passes by week five in a tougher division, arguably. Here's what I think happened. The Mara family sees some Eli Manning with Daniel Jones. I think, <laughs> almost look alike. You know, big Southern kid, very gracious, hardworking, team first. And they, you know, took a while to get it going. And they probably see a little bit of Eli Manning. Also, the Jets have chaos at quarterback. The Giants, over the last four or five years, are not very good, right? They've been, take away this past year. So I think what happened to the New York Giants, the Mara family really see some Eli here and they don't want chaos at the position and they just got to the playoffs and they're like, okay, it's not this, but at least it's not chaos. We don't want to be the Jets. <laughs> we don't want to be them. We don't want to be the bottom seven teams in the league. So we got the coach we like, the GM we like, the defense we like. Let's just stick with this guy and overpay him for a few years and try to hit some draft picks. But I think what happened with the New York Giants, it's a blue blood franchise. And over the last several years, they've averaged about four or five wins. So this year, they have a little bit of a success and they, and they reach and they, and they overreact to a little bit of success because the Giants' standards over the last four or five years before this one, what were they doing? They were awful. They were struggling to win five and six games. So the standards get lower. They have a little success and they're like, let's sign him. You can't pay Daniel Jones this and win a Super Bowl. And I will say, it's, it's not a six-year deal. It's a ton of money for two years. But right now, in an offensive leaning and pivoting league, they got a bad offense outside of left tackle and running back. 
They got to fix tight end. They got to fix wide receiver. They got to fix the remainder of their offensive line. And now they're limited. You can, you know what? You can draft players and be good, but Seattle did this. Seattle hit on five draft picks. Those draft picks were very, very good until about Thanksgiving, and then Seattle wasn't quite as good. Why? Because they were college kids one year earlier, and they get worn down like NBA rookies do later in seasons. They're just not used to the the grind and the physicality of a long NFL season. College season can be 12, 13 games. NFL season can be 17 or 18 against much bigger, stronger guys. So Seattle's rookies did not play as well late as they did early. So even if the Giants hit a bunch of home runs in the draft and they're rookies, the chances are they could be good and spry and young and dynamic early. They wouldn't be late. And the Giants have always been a franchise about winning late, not September. So um, it's just, it, it's, you've got a very, very average quarterback who gives you about 15 touchdown passes a year. I think last year in 18 games, he had 17 touchdown passes. That's less than a touchdown a game. The good ones in this league average two to two and a half a game. That's the difference. So uh, I think I think the, the, the fingerprints of the ownership is all over Daniel Jones. I think they're reaching in the past. Uh, I mean, listen, we've seen this with a lot of franchises. They romanticize the past. They reach into the past. They visualize the past. And I think with Daniel, you do see a much more athletic version, but you see a little bit of Eli Manning. The Southern kid that works hard, doesn't get in the news, always says the right stuff. Everybody seems to like him. And it's like, well, we got to the playoffs. It took Eli about three or four years to pop. Boom. And I think they're going to ask Brian Dable to squeeze even more juice out of Daniel Jones. And I don't think there's a lot left. I think this is what it is. Maybe he gets up to 21, 22 touchdown passes with a better receiving core and better protection. Uh, But that's where we stand today. All right. A lot of different stuff. The Lamar Jackson stuff, J-Mac, what did you make of it uh, yesterday? You know, it is. Somebody texted me yesterday, and they're like, listen, if you want a guaranteed contract, I need to make sure it's guaranteed that you're available. And they're like, in the last 20, 22 games, about 40% of the time, he's not available. Yeah. It's disappointing to see those Bishotti comments you called up earlier. Colin, you know this. You're in real estate. Let the market decide what it thinks of a house in real estate yeah. or a player in football. Well, the Ravens just said, let's see what the market says about Lamar That's Jackson. Right. That's- we don't think he's worth all the guaranteed money. If someone comes and offers it, we'll take the two first-round picks. And the Ravens, by the way, would look awful if that happens because they will have got nothing, basically, for a well, 26-year-old quarterback when Russell Wilson fetched way more. Okay, okay. so... But Russell Wilson was available, right? Russell had one brief injury to his hand in his career, and he'd yeah. also come off four straight 100-plus passer ratings. Last 15 starts, Lamar's passer rating mm. now has regressed to 85. But ask yourself this. I could make an argument this morning that both Lamar and the Ravens are right. The Ravens are saying, we like you. See what the market bears. That's okay. And Lamar's saying, I'm worth more than you're offering. That's a fair conclusion, yeah. too. It's okay. This idea that I sometimes people have made offers. It's a first offer. First offer is not a last offer. Almost nobody in any business takes the first. If somebody offers you something for your home, it's their first offer. These are all public negotiations. So everybody gets into their camp. It's, it's collusion. That Lamar thinks I deserve more. Maybe he does. The Ravens think this is fair. Go to the market. It's okay. This idea, though, 
Everybody in the market, even Steve Bouchotti said, yeah, we'll probably have a guaranteed contract. I'm not sure Deshaun right. Watson's the guy. That's Nobody would have been outraged if Mahomes gets it. We would have understood he's, he's the greatest quarterback town ever or a Dan Marino. Right. But, but, but Deshaun, everybody's like, ah, this but, cannot be the trend of the league. But why would everyone else care what Deshaun Watson's getting? If the Browns want to do that and suffer and miss the playoffs, that's, and over, right. that's your problem. But I shouldn't be outraged at DeMar- no, oh, Deshaun no. Watson's getting paid. No. But as a general manager, yes. as a general manager, when asked by a local reporter, well, what do you make of the get? Uh, not interested. Yeah. By the way, do you believe all that stuff? I, I don't necessarily believe it, Colin. Well, I do think. What, what, if you Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, why no, no, are you coming out instantly and be like, no, we don't want Lamar Jackson? It, it, Atlanta's the one that makes a lot of sense. They've got their tight end. They've got their young receiver. Uh, Ridley's gone, so they need more dynamic offense. And now we got Derek Carr with the Saints. Arthur Blank, as an owner, has been willing to take some chances. He's got a lot of money. He's respected. Atlanta and Lamar Jackson in that division. Can I give you a nuclear scenario? Uh, Let's say nobody else ponies up and Lamar has to play on the $32 Peter King this week said, good luck trying to get Lamar to play. Lamar Jackson saying, I'm making $32 million. Daniel Jones is making yeah. uh, 39 Dak at 40 I'm better than these guys. Yeah. I don't want to play. What happens? What do the Baltimore Ravens do? Well, by the way, that's a nuclear scenario that I would not. I mean, Peter King brought it up for a reason. Okay. But again, that would be Lamar's choice. Yeah. Baltimore has said, test the market. Lamar's going to say, I'm going to test the market. The market will dictate it. He's going to get paid by somebody. I Atlanta feels, Washington and Atlanta feel like, I, I, yeah. if I'm a GM of either one of those teams. Am I going to go into yeah. Washington? I got Jalen Hurts, who's emerging as a star. I watched the Super Bowl. That's who I got to face now twice a year. Daniel Jones and, and Brian Dable with that defense, say what you want, but they made the playoffs. And Dak and Dallas are yeah. always more than competent offensively. And I got Sam Howell. Like, Washington to me is like, <laughs> yeah. by the way, I, he's, I know how popular Lamar is. It's over there. <laughs> I see how yeah. popular he is in our market. Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson would immediately, yeah. in the Baltimore-Washington area, be the most popular football player. I mean, a huge move. Hey, what if Aaron Rodgers told the Jets, you know what, thanks for courting me. I loved it. I'm going to stay in Green Bay. You're the Jets. You whiffed on Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. You have no plan C. You make a run at Lamar Jackson? Well, you, yeah. Well, what are my options? Go. I got six go. picks, and I picked 13th in the first round. I overpay for him. He's 26 years old. The Jets have never you know had a franchise what, quarterback what, ever. What, what does Jerry Jones always say? Everything that's been great, I overpaid for. I, I, you know what I mean? Sometimes, if, if, if even in sports, you kind of overpay a little for everything that's on the market. It's one thing if you draft and it's different. But generally, if something goes to market, you're not paying a perfect price. I don't know. It, Atlanta and Washington for Lamar, I, those are totally changes the franchise. And, and Washington, uh, yeah. to me, Lamar would immediately be in a weak quarterback conference, top three. Washington's already got a receiver, a back, and a defense they like. And if you're Baltimore, he gets out of the AFC, right? That's, right? that's right. Kind of a win there. I mean, not if he goes to Washington regionally, but this is going to be a fascinating, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
this is one of these stories where let's just watch it play out. It's fascinating. It's what sports is. We're right in the middle of this crazy dynamic player who's got some injury issues, and that's very concerning, but he wants guaranteed money. He's, He's saying to himself, I'm better than Deshaun. I think Lamar is better than Deshaun. But, but, last 22 games, he's missed 40% of them. So that is what teams are saying is, if I'm going to guarantee you the money, I want to guarantee on Sunday you're a quarterback. <laughs> and he's got a little bit of a disturbing trend last two years. He's not available. I don't have to love a lot of these quarterbacks. But I'd rather have an average quarterback starting than not available. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. So that that... That's something. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know, the other thing that people are overlooking with Lamar Jackson, he just played on a fifth-year option. That was guaranteed. The Ravens just offered him a franchise tag. That is guaranteed. So he could have back-to-back guaranteed years money. He doesn't want that. He wants like five years guaranteed. Well, that's not a negotiation. That is a demand. And the Ravens are saying, we're not going to do that. We will guarantee money. We just give you a fifth-year option. You played on it this year. That was all guaranteed. Franchise tag guaranteed. We're willing to give you some guaranteed, but you're not available as much. We're not going to go long on this. So Lamar and his mom are confusing negotiation with demands. And so Baltimore, never a desperate franchise. Hell, they gave Cincinnati major fits at the end of the year with like third string guys, culture, GM, coach, roster. They're like, hey, we got to go to a backup. We got to go draft Max Duggan late in the first round. We'll do it. But we gave you a fifth-year option, guaranteed. 
franchise tag. We offered you that guaranteed. We're giving you some guaranteed money. We're just not going to give you what you want on the guarantee. So I found this for years and years. I, I, you know, I, I have employees. I run a side business. And, you know, it's negotiations. Some you win, some you lose. But you have to be comfortable or you should never sign it. Lamar or Ravens, you got to be comfortable. Otherwise, there'll be resentment. They're giving him guaranteed money with a franchise tag. But because of his unavailable, uh, not available status in many games in the last season and a third, they're a little concerned. Last two years ended with injuries. So it's not like they're not offering some guarantee. Just played on the guaranteed contract. And he's just been offered a franchise tag, which players all negotiated. It's part of a strategy. Players agreed to it. They just don't like it. All right, so the Jets, the owner, the GM, the coach, the coordinator, Aaron Rodgers, Buddy Nathaniel Hackett, all flew yesterday afternoon to somewhere around Malibu, Aaron Rodgers' place, and met with Aaron Rodgers. Then they flew the red eye back. They're back in New York now. So the question isn't just what if the Jets land Aaron Rodgers. Here's the issue. What if they don't? Brady's gone, Derek Carr's with the Saints, and Garoppolo now is not only leaning to the Raiders, now the Houston Texans are making calls. Sort of the Jets want to get into a three-way bidding war for Jimmy Garoppolo? If you're going to pay somebody $50 million, make it Aaron Rodgers, not Jimmy Garoppolo. So another option for the Jets, just redraft quarterback. Arizona did this. But Arizona had the number one pick, and Kyler Murray was in that draft. The Jets have only six picks, and their best pick is the 13th. And there's multiple teams ahead of them that are not moving backwards because they need a quarterback. So what do the Jets do? And this is not a great quarterback class. Some of these guys could be good, but Kyler Murray was seen as kind of a lock to be really exceptional or at least really dynamic. None of these guys are. The Jets are also in a division where Buffalo is loaded with a star quarterback, the best coach ever in Bill Belichick, and Miami, when two is upright, and Mike McDaniel is a highly dynamic offense. So the, a Jet fan, of course, sees nothing but, uh, you know, rose-colored glasses. Oh, we'll just build up the defense. San Francisco proved you can win with a great defense and a seventh-round quarterback. Uh, your coach isn't Kyle Shanahan, for starters. And secondly, you don't have an average quarterback. You're horrible at quarterback. So the Jets are in a real bind here if they don't land Aaron Rodgers. For the record, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, so give him credit for being ahead of this. Aaron Rodgers, buddy, drinking buddy, whatever he's termed. But he wasn't that close to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers didn't go to Denver when he was the head coach. Now he's just the coordinator. So I think the Jets are in really tough space here. You know, I'll, I'll say it again. I think Green Bay has always felt like a 51% lean for me. I could be totally wrong. I don't have it sourced on this. I rely on others. But the Jets are in a, a scary place. Uh, I mean, Washington's in a bad place, but they drafted Sam Howell, and we've yet to see if he, if he isn't the guy. The Jets know their guy isn't the guy. And at 13, how do you get up to number one, two, three, or four, or five to get a quarterback? They don't have enough draft capital. And most of their most of their good players are very, very young. Could you give up a Sauce Gardner? I mean, you may have to do that. We'll give you our first at 13 in Sauce Gardner to get to four and get a quarterback. You ain't getting Carr. I'm not getting Brady. 
You want to pay $48 million for Garoppolo? I mean, that's you tell me the options. I would have no problem redrafting a quarterback. Folks, Arizona did it. It worked. I've seen, I've seen franchises fire coaches after a year. I don't have a problem with it. What do I always say in business? Admit your mistakes. Move off them immediately. Don't double down on stuff. Don't think every draft pick you're brilliant. Zach Wilson can't play at this level. Next. Move on. Don't double down on it. Get out of it. Arizona's like, yeah, we drafted a kid. It didn't work. Let's go get Kyler Murray. I got total respect for that. They had a coach they didn't like, Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if Cliff's that great. Three years, he did get him into the playoffs eventually. But I don't know, I don't know what the Jets do if they don't get Aaron. That, that, there's a reason they flew everybody out there. They need Aaron Rodgers. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the herd line. By the way, you could say it's crazy to trade Sauce Gardner, right? That's crazy. We're not doing that. All right. Who's the best corner in the league? Sauce Gardner. How did the Jets do down the stretch? Oh, they were terrible. By the way, the second best corner. Second best corner in the league, Jalen Ramsey. He's definitely not the second. Okay, Patrick Sertan. There, he's good. Yeah. Start. Go find the top six corners. They don't win games. Quarterbacks win games. You know, I get defensive a little bit. Oh no, I'm just saying the Jets have a very good second corner. A very good second corner. If, listen, if you're talking about giving up Sauce Gardner in some kind of package for Lamar Jackson or an established quarterback, right. fine, we can have that discussion. What about the number one I ain't pick? giving him up for one of these quarterbacks in this draft. No. Next year, Caleb Williams? That's another story. Okay. But w- you and I sit here every day and we're like, who's going number one? Is it Stroud? Is it uh, uh, Bryce Young? We don't know if any of these guys are that good. Right. I'm, I mean, we knew Kyler Murray was a slam dunk. He's a really good player. Buffalo's loaded, Miami's dynamic, and We're Belichick. not desperate. Do not go there, Cowherd. Come on. Jeez, we're in a great spot. What, what would, if I don't say desperate, if you don't lend Aaron Rodgers, what's the term you would use? Searching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a, uh, I'm, if I'm the Jets, I'm a single guy. I'm casually dating on all these apps. I'm going to bars. I'm going to, you know, whatever, church to meet women. I, I'm going places. Going I'm trying things. Right. I'm glad somebody does. All right. Church. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they should go. The Jets should go to church and pray that they find a quarterback. That'd be a good idea. Been doing that for 50 years. All right, uh, let's start with uh, the franchise tag. A lot of guys were tagged yesterday on Franchise Tag Tuesday. Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive, but uh, several running backs got the tag this year. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs in Vegas, Tony Pollard in Dallas, also Jags tight end Evan Ingram and Commanders DT Duran Payne. Uh, here are all the guys that were franchise tagged. I don't know. Any wins there? Any losses? I feel like well, the I Jacobs think, is it was a good move. I think all the teams won. I mean, I would have I would have franchised Saquon. I would have franchised Tony Pollard, Evan Ingram. I the all these all these the only one that's controversial there is Lamar Jackson. And they gave him a non-exclusive because Lamar wants fully guaranteed dollars, and the Ravens are like, we'll give you a contract. By the way, the Ravens have already offered him a deal. It's just not the deal he likes. That was a story like a month and a half ago. So, okay, and this is, I think, a legitimate question nobody would know the answer to. But, hey, uh, Lamar, is it possible that you just are so sour on these guys you're not accepting any deal? We're not going to come in fully guaranteed, but we'll come close. Yeah. Would that interest you? Just to get away from Baltimore, who you're annoyed with. They've been negotiating for like a year. If I was Washington, (laughs) I would be on the phone with Lamar Jackson today. If I was Atlanta, I'd be on the phone again. I'm not giving him a fully guaranteed contract. You, you would do close. I, 
I would give him a contract. Again, I do worry that he's now, we have a two-year resume of oh. injuries at the end of the year. But I, but I, so I, for the record, I'm trying to think of quarterbacks I would guarantee money to. Trevor Lawrence, maybe I mean, Mahomes. Look, I think some of these ascending guys, if you had to, Ky- I would. Kyler Murray got a, got a massive deal, gets hurt. Cardinals are in disarray. They fire the coach, fire the GM. Like, injuries happen. You, can't, I don't think you could make a franchise-altering deal based on t- the last 20 games he had two injuries. I don't think you could well, do that. Why not look at the 46-18 and 18 record he well, accumulated since Brady being a starter? Went, Brady went 25 years with one injury. Eli never got hurt. Favre never got hurt. So, Philip Rivers, Josh Allen, big bodies tend to last longer. Th- that's true, yes. And at the same time, I would argue, hey, uh, how did Baltimore do without Lamar Jackson? 2-8 and eight no when one. he was not starting. Well, that's, so that's, you don't want to pay him. Good luck. That's a totally reasonable take in what Lamar is saying. I have no problem yeah. with Lamar saying that. So Baltimore, I believe Baltimore wants Lamar. But last this year's contract was guaranteed. The franchise would be guaranteed. We're going to give you some guaranteed money. We're just not going to give you as long as you want it. How about this? Lamar Jackson came on the heels of Joe Flacco. They had a really good run in Baltimore, right? You, have you seen the Miami Dolphins since uh, since they lost Dan Marino? What, what have they done at quarterback? It is tough to find a quarterback in this league. You could argue Baltimore lucked into Lamar oh. at the end of the first round. There's a chance. Okay. If they lose him, you're staring at like 20 years of irrelevance. And you see well, that? Colin, it's tough to find a franchise quarterback. Pete Carroll. Everybody told Pete Carroll that. He said, I think Geno Smith's pretty good. One year. Let's huh? see him duplicate right, right. it. it. San think- Francisco's like, we found a guy in the seventh round. There's quarterbacks out there. It's 2023. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there. They're coming you in. You just ranked the NFC quarterbacks yesterday, and there were only eight good ones in By the, the entire conference. And that's the worst it's ever been. If I went to the AFC, it's I'd get loaded. to like the seventh quarterback, and I'd still have a Hall of Famer. So it's lopsided. It's like saying there's only good college football players in the South. No, No. but they've got a majority of them. The reality is there's great players in the Big 12, the ACC. The NFL's got never had more great quarterbacks than now. Okay. They just happen to be all on one side of the ledger. I mean, Derek Carr, I know quarterback records we don't care about. 63-79 and 79 as a starter. By the way, Saints fans were very way, into our discussion yesterday. It was all over social okay, media. Derek Carr did not get a massive contract. Did you see the contract? Yeah, like $35 million, right? $35 million a year? Daniel Jones just got... Yeah, Daniel guaranteed. Jones got 39. Oh. That's insane. Okay. They're overpaying for mediocre okay. at best. Derek Carr's contract's not guaranteed, and he got less than Daniel Jones. And Derek Carr leads the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks the last eight years. So Derek Carr did not get a great contract. I That wouldn't have been the place I would have gone. I would have gone to the offensive coach. So this idea that Derek Carr got a huge contract, it's not as good as Daniel Jones. That's fair. So uh, what is, for the record, Daniel Jones' contract's not all guaranteed. So uh, horrible contract. Yeah, the what Deshaun Watson. Everybody's collateral damage for that. That contract is outrageously. You could argue it's immoral. It, it's stupid. That's not the guy you give a gear. I, I don't even think he's a top ten quarterback. I'm not a huge Deshaun Watson guy. I don't well, think he's. I don't think he was a, before all that stuff in Houston, wasn't he? he was I good. never thought he, the playoffs three straight years. Never thought he was a brilliant really? thrower of the football. Like oh, a, I think wait, Herbert, are we talking about Clemson, Deshaun Watson, no, who no, took no, down Alabama. No, he was a B prospect. Scouts never saw him as. An, I've never wow. seen a guy. He's a playmaker. I don't think he throws the ball like Burrow, Mahomes. Okay, so he's Herbert. not a top three quarterback in the league. He's certainly top ten. Not, now I know not, he's coming off a rough uh, year. I don't think so. Really? I don't think he's top. Five in the AFC. Well, the AFC's loaded. Again, 
but I I get to six and I'm still I don't as a as a guy as Russell a, Wilson or Deshaun Watson right now this morning Russell Wilson with Sean Payton I'll take him I'm not sure Deshaun I think Deshaun should be better no guarantees does that organization have a history of elevating no, anything they got a good coach right now we like I think we like Stefanski uh, moving on speaking of quarterbacks there's some friction in Dallas this is uh, kind of interesting here Dak has a new play caller next year. Mike McCarthy's taking over for Kellen Moore. And Dak had been with Moore for his entire career, but last week, McCarthy stated he thinks Dak could really benefit from a, quote, new voice calling plays. Dak Prescott, Colin, he disagrees <laughs> with his head coach. Kellen's voice was great. It's not like I haven't been coached by Mike. He's always coached me. That's not going to be new. I can't say that's a proper statement. I'm a guy that's excited for what's next. I know Mike's history in calling plays has had a lot of success, so I'm excited for that. It's a change, but it's going to be good. Dak Prescott, pretty clear from that quote. Hey, don't take jabs at my guy, Kellen Moore. That's obvious. Kellen Moore and Dak were very successful. They had nice chemistry. I never once watched the Dallas Cowboys and said, you know the problem with them is play calling. Did you ever? No. I ne- Now, I, I said they don't have a second corner. Outside of C.D. Lamb, they're not dependable. The offensive line's um, rebuilding. McCarthy's bad with time management. Who watched the Dallas Cowboys over the last couple years and said, boy, they're play-calling dumb fans. They had like a stretch of... They like, were like top three in the I mean, NFC in offense scoring. with a rebuilt O-line, and Zeke now is a short yardage back. Yeah, and oh, by the way, Cooper Rush came in and was like undefeated because the offense was was still humming. Colin, uh, we disagree on a lot of stuff uh, the last couple days, but we're both in agreement. This Cowboys team, I feel they, I think they maybe hit the top of their ceiling last I year. I totally agree. I think Kellen Moore, they're going to miss him. The Chargers are going to benefit. We said this was Frank Reich. Sometimes owners step in. And they make bad decisions and be ready to move and grab somebody else's mistake. Carolina's like, we'll take Frank Reich. And the Chargers are like, we'll take Kellen Moore. Not everybody that gets fired. Howard Stern was fired. A lot of people fired who end up, companies make mistakes. And you know when they make a mistake? Because the person fired, Andy Reid in Philadelphia, gets a job in an hour. If somebody's available on the market... And they, they're not on the market very long. That's telling you, you probably made a mistake. And by the way, if this team goes south next year, who's in more trouble? Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? They're not dumping Dak. That's for sure. That's Jerry's guy. McCarthy, I hope he knows what he's getting himself into. Final story, Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Saw you all excited on social media about this one. AD, <laughs> another monster game. Yeah. Bullying Jaron Jackson and company. AD, a 30-22 effort. He got, if you look closely here, he got, like, poked in the face. Had, like, a huge scar. His nose was all busted up. He looked like a warrior last night. This is what he does when he's engaged and healthy. He's a very good... Didn't we say this last week? He's a top 7-8 player in the league when healthy. He's a dominant player. Can you ask that to Rick Buecher when he comes back on the show next week? He's a very good player. Because Buecher does not agree. but, But sports, folks, don't fall for it again. You know over the next 50 games, he's crumbling to the floor. (laughs) So this is great. The market rises. People are like, wow, I'll I'll say it. I'll say it again. Warriors, AD, Klay Thompson trade, end of the season. So listen to Darvin Ham gassing up Anthony Davis after the dominating performance. Your thoughts on Davis uh, on both ends of the court? uh, Anthony, yeah, Davis. Oh, Will, gotcha. Will Davis. Like, is there a Wilt on the end of the roster or anything? Okay, Will Chamberlain, thanks, guys. 
<laughs> oh, that's my nickname for him, Wilt Davis. He was definitely that tonight, full-blown Wilt Davis. He, he uh, He's playing like a monster, man. It's good. It's so fun to watch him just play free, play happy, um, and just make plays all over the place, whether it's threes, whether it's, you know, Finding an open man, doing doing a little bit of everything, man. He's he's been tremendous. Yeah, he can be. Often. Right the way, Lakers with the win last night, they are now ninth in the West in Woo! the play-in. Since trading Westbrook, our staff notes they've gone from 13th to 9th. And oh, by the way, since acquiring Westbrook, the Clippers. Let me see. I oh uh, yeah, it looks like they're down there eighth in the standings. They have fallen since acquiring well, Westbrook. Look at how the Lakers have surged and the Clippers have fallen based on one player. We should let the audience know this is a Lakers show. We are not Clippers fans really here, right? Well, they're, I think they're well run usually. I didn't get the Westbrook move. thought it was desperate. Usually well run? How uh, many uh, conference finals trips? Well, <laughs> Come uh, on, stop it. It's, it's, I call them the paper clips for a reason, Colin. They're not good. The Lakers are surging. LeBron's coming back in, what, seven, six, seven games? Are you going right, let's slow down. You were a Lakers cheerleader last week. <laughs> I was Mac. trying to pour water on it. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. More in a second. Warriors lost on the road again last night. Why? Talk about that. It's the Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. 
Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Today on FS1, the Big East Tournament tips off at Madison Square Garden with a huge triple header. First at 3 Eastern, St. John's takes on Butler. Then at 5.30, DePaul battles Seton Hall. Finally at 8. What a matchup. It's Georgetown and Villanova. It all begins today on FS1. So one of the amazing things about sports is that it keeps pulling you back in. And if you went to a car dealership two or three times and you got bad service or you got lemons, you'd never go back. If you went to a restaurant four or five times, bad service, you'd never go back. If you had a friend that treated you like crap three or four times, you'd probably move on. But yet in sports, it just sucks you back in, apparently because there's the name of the city on a jersey. The Lakers are a classic example of this. Is that So Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have value. So Laker fans know you're not Milwaukee. You're not Boston. You're not Golden State or Phoenix. You're not winning the championship this year. I do think you could beat, like a Denver, you could shock them and beat them in a long series. Not guaranteed, but you'd certainly be capable of it. But you're not a championship team. How do you get there? You're not going to get there with old LeBron and occasionally available Anthony Davis and a cast of B-minus players, which is what they have. So what you want to root for is Anthony Davis to crush it right now, get into the playoffs, create some momentum, and then move him. Folks, how many times do you have to get burned on Anthony Davis? Laker fans, shake yourself. What are your standards? They're championships. He is not going to give you a two-month playoff run without an injury. I mean, the other night, he was pain-free and they sat him. <laughs> pain-free and they sat him so they're already walking on eggshells with his health he's a tremendous player having a tremendous run awesome use that to your advantage don't fall in love i've said this for years fall in like with your players don't fall in love oh there's exceptions lebron in his prime michael jordan magic in theirs patrick mahomes burrow there's a few you can fall in love with they're long term you're riding with them. But in most instances, especially when players age and have injuries, what you're hoping to do is when they're really good available, really, really good for a consistent period of time, potentially move them. Teams with injury. Boston doesn't have a lot of injuries. Milwaukee doesn't have a lot of injuries. That's why they're favored. Cleveland's an interesting team. Young guys, not going to deal with a lot of injuries. When you get old players... That's why Phoenix is fascinating for about a year and a half. But Kevin Durant gets hurt. Chris Paul gets hurt. That's why it's a risky deal. We know Kevin Durant's a top five player, but why do, why do people say that move is risky? Because of Kevin Durant's health. And Kevin Durant, the best get-a-bucket guy in the sport. He and Luka. Fall in like, not love. Hour two next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.